What are we up to? Where have we been? And why are we all here? Questions probably best left unanswered. Today, we talk about the hobby, getting over that slump, and holding on to things. Join myself, Falcon Lifts, Kitbash Converts, and Warhammer Rose as we catch you up on our hobby. Thank you for supporting our podcast. As always, if you have questions, suggestions, or requests, feel free to contact us on our Discord. Any images we discuss will be in there too, and you can find that link along with our print store, commission service, Patreon, and more at squidzilla.inc. Hey guys, we're starting off the Painting Table podcast again. You've got myself, Vulcan, we've got Warhammer Rose, and we've got Kitbash Converts. And this podcast is literally just going to be chatting about and catching up with our uh, hobby week, as it were, what games we've been playing, what we've been watching, what we're painting, uh, with a couple of little pictures, and hopefully get some guys and guests coming in from the community as well. Um, so let's just start us off. We've got uh, Jono, what have you been working on, dude? So it's all about heresy at the minute. Um, so all the stuff I'm kind of putting out um, is Horus Heresy related um, from the box. So I've been working on my test piece recently. I've um, got a picture of that for you. Um, I've decided to go with like a dry brush themed uh, ultramarine. Uh, you know, very kind of me, but you know, it's got a little bit more. Um, we've got some pigment powders on the base, you can see on the legs there. Um, so I'm currently in mass production. The the Mars Forge is kicking off. <laughs> I'm painting 10 tactical marines and 10 shoulder pads. Um, just to kind of get that overall look before I start going on to the other stuff that I've talked about. So uh, yeah. We've actually got a picture it's... of that as well, so we just jump into that? Yeah, let's see. And fancy little intro slight scene thing. So here we go. This is Warm Roses. Uh, do you want to just talk us through that? Yeah, so it's um I've I've done two now. Um but uh tactical sergeant. Um so it is McCrack blue base, uh, dry brush of Calgar blue with a then a lighter dry brush of Fenrisian just to kind of give it that kind of overall look. I didn't want to go down the route of highlighting because it looked kind of very clean because um, I wanted to tie in the kind of the chalky dustiness that dry brushing can give you, especially when you're dry brushing it on a like a tea towel type thing or a uh, paper towel mm. to blend in with the base as well because I've used um, some Vallejo pigment powders to um, really kind of take the, the desert theme off the base and kind of lift it up onto the shin pads um, just to nice tie all that in. Nice and sandy, yeah. Um, and just trying some different things. You know, I'm not. You no, know, nobody's really probably a lover of painting white, but you know, white shoulder pads in the heresy. For ultramarines, were very on point. So, um, painting all those shoulder pads now. Mm. Uh, had some of them made uh, by Quill, guy in the community. Some really cool ones, and I'm, I'm looking forward to showing you the finished article, the finished 2K list. But you know, just maybe even just 10 tactical marines, so you can see it as a as an image. Uh, will be good as the next step. So yeah, just furiously working through that at the minute because um, we all love painting troops, right? We do. Yeah, <laughs> we, do. we do. You're breaking them down. I'm telling mostly. myself. Yeah, I'm telling myself we do because I'll do this, then I'll do a nice model to break it up. Uh, maybe the the Praetor yeah. or one of the Leviathans. Maybe we'll see. So you yeah, also, that's, that's keeping um, me busy. You also are filming a little YouTube uh, series. I am. Yeah. So yeah, so to go to go along with it, that's the road to heresy. Um, so kind of every two weeks or so, or whenever there's a kind of an increased milestone from what I did last time, first couple of episodes are around, you know, 
where we are, how we got to this point, and then first couple of proper episodes around the build, how we're getting on with the build, talking about the list that I want to work on, the list that I then eventually want to work towards. Um, so yeah, the next episode, which I'll be recording shortly, will be around the painting, and um, I'd like to kind of get uh, Tom on as well, because you know he's got his, his, his salad mancers um, and maybe some <laughs> demons in the in his future. But there's plenty of people in the Discord as well who've uh, you know doing different armies that I'd like to kind of get on at some point. But we'll uh, yeah. we'll see how that goes. So yeah, just keeping busy, just doing lots of different things and just life in general, I guess. Yeah, you've been quite hyped about that, haven't you? Yeah, I think it's just a it's getting you going. A, a project that I didn't want to do originally because of it's another thing. But then you know winning the box. And you know, getting into it, it's it's very different. It's not just forty k point and shoot. There's a lot more nuance to it, which would be quite nice. Hmm. Um, I'm excited to play it. I'm very excited yeah. to play it. In fact, so definitely, definitely, yeah. Um, so yeah, I I'll, I mean, I've got a two k force built. Um, just just working through the painting. So uh, I'm I'm game when you are. <laughs> well, I've also got one built, but it's not painted. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not print. I've got some demons, but I need to print. I. On that front, I have a load of files that um, I'll make sorted out for me. So I've got loads there. And then also one of the Print Your Monsters um, monthly releases is just releasing a load of lava stuff. So I'm going to be putting yep. that up on the Etsy store. So I might print some of that for myself as well because there's stuff like lava pools, which would be really cool for the portals. So when the Demons yeah, yeah. and Runestorm stuff come in, you have to place uh, two portals, I think. Um, okay. <laughs> Bye, babe. Oh. Uh, sorry, that was just going out. Right? <laughs> she knew we were recording. Right, it's recorded it, live. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, lost my train of thought. Yeah, your pause. Cut. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people have been doing these. Uh, well, they, they've been getting like a, a ball basically, and then painting up the ball like a tempest or like a. Like a, well, like a rune storm sort of type mm -hmm. there, and using that because it's got like a dimension. Um, but I've I prefer to see effigies or strange things. So if it's got like a lava pool or a like a rocky outcrop with lava coming out of it or something like that, yeah. might be quite effective for what mm, the yeah, theme no, of the army I'd like to do. So we've not yet convinced Kitbash to do any heresy stuff yet. Um, it, it's really tempting. Um, Doesn't need much convincing, right? No, I, I, it's uh, it's purely a matter of I've got so much stuff sitting around on my table, looking at me, going like, "We haven't repainted us yet." So um, as soon as I shift some of that stuff, then I'm considering uh, picking up the um, you know a, a nice immaculate host or something along those lines. Sort of, I feel like painting purple. Um, mm -hmm. Failing purple, then it's uh, golden boys, but our our custodes our custodes in the uh, the new edition yet, yeah, or is yeah, it yeah. just purely the legions? Yeah. Are there? The the book uh, yeah. the book is due to come out very shortly. The Libra Imperium, um, so okay. Sisters of Silence, Assassins, which include I think it's four new assassins or yeah, old well, assassins, depending on how you new, look at yeah, it. Yeah, new miniatures, Ooh. aren't they? It's exciting. Um, and then so, so, like Solar Guard, like um, Solar Auxilia. Solar Auxilia. Oh, okay. cool. um, so yeah, there's loads of different things. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So gets. for me, it's a toss-up between the two, to be honest. I mean, saying that, I do have a couple of Mechanicus things. Mm -hmm. So 
Do you McCarthy squats, haven't you? Yeah. So I, I, it entirely depends on uh, what what my wallet says to me. It's usually <laughs> don't abuse me more, and then I sort of smother it with receipts, um, and then it shuts up for a while. But yeah. we'll see what happens, eh? <laughs> well, okay. Well, what have you been up to then? Uh, me, I have the been. Uh, yeah. So sort of other than obviously being indisposed due to, to medical reasons, but um, I have sort of since getting things back on track, been trying to do some conversions mm. um, just sort of to, to get some ideas from my mind into um, the physical realm as such. Yes. So I've been, uh, I've been working on my um, Wendigo, which is uh, essentially a stand in for um Who's who's the giant uh, werewolf guy who's from uh, City? Um, I was pulling oh, up some of the there. pictures of your stuff. So, is it City of the Damned. Is it the guy with Go the say. axe and the horn? Uh, yeah. Um, what's what's you know the the board game that they released recently that had Cursed that Mordheim City. feel? Uh, Cursed of uh, yeah. So Cursed City, uh, the bad guy, the main bad guy from that. Yeah, the big bad. Um, what's his name? No, he has a name, doesn't he? he he's he's a guy he will with a hat, have a name, and he's got the wolves. And he Krom? was Wolf Lord Crom. Ulf, Ulf, like it's that. in the Ulf, Ulf clan, wasn't it, or whatever? So all overlords of Ulf. His Ulf. name is da, 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 Radukar the Wolf. Oh, Radukar. Yep. Okay, yeah, yeah. So Radukar the Wolf. Um, because in all things Games Workshop, they have made these characters playable in in Age of Sigmar as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Radokar the wolf has two forms. He has his man form, where he has the wolf pelts on and the sword, and he looks like sort of like a a, a, a cossack, basically. Mm. Um, but he also has his werewolf beast mode, right? And that one, it, when you play him as that, is a um, a hero character, a, a, a warlord for Age of Sigmar undead armies. Okay. Um, so the the undead army that I've got is kind of it's uh, wood elf based. So the Radokar the wolf's main focus is kind of like werewolves, were things, stuff like that. Um, and the physical size of the character is about the same size as the uh, the Ogryn uh, Myrmidon or yeah. what are the other ones called. Um, so I grab that because it looks more like the body of a of a deer. And my my um, uh, the 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 bat the giant bat creatures for undead. I don't know why I've, I've completely forgotten what they're Bell called, bats. but I've done them. Yeah, I've done them in that kind of style as well. The the Vargheist and the the all, all of those things are giant deer beasts. Um, and then they've yeah. got like weird undead centauri type things going on as well. Um, so I'm sort of playing that kind of uh, wild wild magic he would type thing but anyway so that's representing him but i took cues from the old orion miniature so the old orion miniature had a, a trident and a horn and and he had this his clove his, his deer lower half of the body and then uh, a, a more human upper half so it's kind of like um an, an avatar of the hunt um okay. but corrupted by undead it is the gist cool. i'm going for hence why it ends up becoming a wendigo um, there's more work to be done around the head area. I'm going to put some fur in there and then sort of like a, like a, a shawl over the top of the whole lot that's kind of tattered fabric. 
Um, but then other than that, I, I have the little cork with the tiny bit of metal sticking out of it. Um, I'm going to craft, uh, sculpt a deer tail to go on him because he doesn't have a tail at the moment. He should have a little deer tail. Right. Um, How's that going to work with uh, this then? Because I've just pulled up the picture of the cork. So are you yeah. going to build the green stuff onto that hook? Yes. Uh, right. I've got a hole in his bottom. He has a hole in his bottom. <laughs> and that's where the it's going to go and stab into. So it, it's 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 the anchor point, and then also the additional uh, structure for it. Okay, so I'll put like a, stuff, stuff up with. Is that yeah, yeah. Generally, I'll I'll use it's. What do you want to call it? It's a, I think it's called an armature, or, or something like that. Right. You start off with a a, a wire skeleton, and then um, oh, okay. depending how bulky it is that you want to do, like I I sculpted a bear. A while ago, um, I don't have it to hand, but we'll pop a picture up here in a second. Um, and I built a vaguely humanoid shape out of it, then wrapped it in tinfoil. Mm. And then once it was wrapped in tinfoil, I then put like a, a, a coating of green stuff around the outside to get the, the basic shapes solidified. And then um, started adding hair and armor details and, you know, gloves, chest plate facial features, all that stuff, and then just sort of build it up as you go along. Um, same sort of way, like, I, I, I like the, the only way I've sort of figured out how to do all this sort of thing is by watching um, uh, Ardman animation how-to things about how they build Wallace and Gromit or uh, mm -hmm. how you do morph, how you do clay making and all that sort of thing. It's like you start with a general shape and then you build the, the features on top and then, and then carve it out. And you kind of you have to start with the absolute bare minimum so it looks indistinguishable from a nub, and then you build up from that. So in regards to the tail, I will start off with sort of a blob of green stuff on it, which doesn't look anything like a tail. Mm. And then I'll start um, putting fur on the outside and doing the top bit. So, and, and it, it should, it'll look vaguely like one. I mean, I'm not the best sculptor in the world at all by any stretch of the imagination, but I hope to get it vaguely similar to a tail. At least on the tabletop, you'll look at it and go, oh yeah, yeah, that's a tail. You know, that's all I'm asking for from it. Yeah, <laughs> you know? nice, nice, um, nice. It's cool. Well, I like yeah. the theme of this, and maybe on a on a future episode we can get your army out and get a series of pictures. I don't think you painted any of it, but for showing the conversion uh, side of it, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's uh, mostly skeletons on elf bodies, um, and then other than that, like I've 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 started putting together a few. Uh, I don't really know why, but sort of I started doing a few Inquisitor Twenty Eight style guys, so they're kind of. Oh, right. Is that in, what those in, other images were? Yeah, so I've got, I've been taking, um, I've been taking Sigma things. It's mainly, you know, the free models you get given for sort of speed painting events or out of magazines yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Getting a few of them, and then just sort of tweaking them slightly so they appear to be a bit more, well, grim dark, futuristic. Quite grim dark, yeah. I'm just looking at the with, with this guy with the chain spear. He looks very cool. A, yeah, like chain spear and a little parrying shield. Uh, mm -hmm. I've got a guy with a with a power fist. And um, well, Mechanicus awesome. Pistol. The, the pose is really then, nice uh, on him. Yeah, so it kind of works for the for the sort of in the individual single models uh, to the to like the level like Inquisitor Twenty Eight works. Yeah. It's just sort of create a story and then build the character that goes with that story, or throw your bits together and then figure out what that guy's story is. So it's sort of like just a few ideas here and there, and they'd be usable in a game. Uh, I mean, I don't I don't play Inquisitor Twenty Eight with anyone, but it's kind of like. It's one of those ones where you can just build it, and then if someone went to a fancy a game, then it'd be like, oh yeah, I've got a spare week to play. 
Um, it's never going to happen. Never have a spare week. <laughs> but, um, well, tell us about yeah, this. Yeah, I just uh, like having him. It's, not, it's nice to have him. What about the third guy, the one that's more Skitari? Uh The one with the, the, uh, the like third guy, sword. the one with the sword. Yeah. He's got the sword and the pistol and then the rifle on his back. He's actually, um, there was a competition a little while ago, but I say competition, it was more of an event. And um, it was, you had to build a, a character, an original character at three stages in their career or life. Right, okay. So um, I've actually got two more versions of this guy. Um, the first one, he is sort of, uh, I would say, like a Skatari tracker. I had some old um, in, uh, Empire bits. So he's kind of wearing, a, uh, he, he's got some sort of pantaloons with Skatari boots on. And he's got like a padded vest and a cloak and he's got a scanner and he's kind of like a, as if he's like a forward scout of an inquisitorial party. Mm. Um, sort of starting off life, it's almost like they preempted the the, the story, the the concept of Darktide. Um, so you, you just, he's, he starts off with a rifle and sort of plucky determination to better himself. Then this is his middle stage where he's sort of progressed in the, in the ranks. He's um, now leading people rather than scouting for them he's still got his trusty rifle on his back now he's sort of he's got a power sword he's a bit more influential um what i try to do is keep the the head similar mm. so they've, they've all got sort of different variations on the same head shape if that makes sense yeah um and his final version which you might have seen is the the, the really tall uh sort of mechanicus um uh like he's got he's got a, a big he's got a staff with a torch on it and he's got a walking stick in the other hand and he's kind of brown and i've done a bit of osl lighting on it and he's got some tendrils and, and things around the back yeah. um I'll, he's in a box over there he's the first one i painted um but so the gist of it is that he goes from being sort of this this forward scout to being a leader and then once he's become more powerful because as skitari do it's you know the flesh is weak replace anything that is yeah. human. So now this guy, the only thing left of him that is even remotely the same as he was at the beginning is his head. Uh, and even then, that's probably just a, a replica. Um, but he's now the, the the bearer of the Emperor's flame. And, and he sort of, he's sort of wise beyond his years, not even beyond his years. His years are beyond people's minds sort of thing. He's, uh, mm. as they get at that level when they're in the Mechanicus, it's kind of like, oh, the age is immaterial. We just keep replacing until everything stops working. So, he could be hundreds of years old at this point. He's more machine than man. Um, and he just spends his time doing some archaic stuff with with, with the flame. Um, again, never going to use this guy in any games. Um, it's very much like an RPG angle to take it from. Uh, RPG? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what my brain went. That's a grenade launcher. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's what that guy's for. So it, it, him in his career is at that point one that would be used for inquisitor 28 so it's kind of like he is part of the team he's leading it this is this is how he uh he earns his stripes and becomes more powerful it so if i ever play a role-playing game of ink 28 that that's that position in life that this guy's going to come from um and, and so the, so this is his team that enables him to become the 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 end product the one that i've yeah. already yeah we'll to, we can explore that at some point yeah, the ink twenty. So it's it's just 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 a bit of fun. Yeah, um, like you do with all sorts of you know. stuff. Um, yeah, it's just because I'm just trying to get my hands working again after after COVID, and it's just sort of 
it, it, yeah. it's allowing me to repractice the fine movements and things like that. Have you used painted um, as well? Because I can see there's some. Yeah. So. Well, I don't know. There's some primaries. I've got an aggressor. There's a primaris aggressor, and an aggressor um, yeah. which is painted, which is in the uh, the Garfies get a grip, um, and it's a terrible picture of it. To be honest, I think the 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 focus didn't quite work, but um, yeah, I managed to paint him um, because I can't really the the fine painting with the paintbrush isn't really working at the moment. I, I finally uh, plucked up the courage to use the airbrush properly, <laughs> and um, I have to say, it worked exactly how I hoped it would work. So um, the primaris that I've got all laid out there, I'm just finishing off a few bits of green stuff on them, and then I'm going to do the full squad in exactly the same way I did that progressor. Yeah. So the, a darker bluer shade of um, of, of dryad bark, well, a, a darker blue brown shade from the bottom, then dryad bark as a, as a mid, and then finish it off with I think it, I said it was gothor brown or something from the top, and then just sort of pick out all the details and give it a wash, and that's it. Took once I figured out what I was doing with it, because I did load the test legs, didn't take very long at all to paint that. Mm -hmm. So I reckon once I finish this, I can get that whole squad done and tabletop ready, and and I'll be so much happier that I finally got <laughs> something painted. Um, well, as and you can so, imagine, so Kit Bash's name does what he says on the tin. You could you could see a series of stuff that he's been Kit Bashing, but not a lot of painting. Work in progress. Well, you've yeah. got like it is everything is always. I've got loads and... of paints. I've got paints. I've done painting. It's just that, like, I painted random things and not like yeah, actual a full on... squad of things to paint. Yeah, well, that's good. It's, it's been good for your hobby health. Uh, I'll go with. Mm. Um, I'll show you what yep. I've been working on outside. So, you know, some of you might know we do, we do streams Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and um, on Mondays now, like Mental Health Monday, Marvel Monday, and I started painting up Malekith, the Accursed. So we've got a picture of him up at the minute. Um, and this is where we're up to after two, three streams now. Um, trying to do this cross-hatching, stippling effect to build up like fur. Um, and then the base, we've done some... So I followed the Sarastro's guide and like got a good idea from him as to what yeah. colours I'd like to use. And then... Done my own little thing, but taking some of the stuff off him as well, like the motes of light on coming off the flames. For example, I was like, oh, that's a cool idea. But then I've added some OSL myself, um, just increased a little bit more OSL on them, uh, which is oh. object source lighting. Uh, practice some non-metallic metal. Um, yeah, so really enjoyed doing the base. And then I've got the wings to do as well. So the, the wings were like the first thing that I did. As I want to do airbrushing, but then I need to finish the weird webbing, like the skin tone bit there, and blend that into the fur. We're probably going to add like fur to the initial sections of those wing bits. You know, I see how they directly like come out of his shoulder, uh, back of his shoulders. Yeah, so yeah, we yeah. have to like fur those up and like build them up. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, I was looking at him. I was like, I don't know if I like it or not, and. You know, asked for some feedback. I messaged Phoenix Miniatures and I was like, sent him a picture and he's like, what do you reckon? You know, what, you know, is there any feedback on this? Like, I, I just don't feel that's quite right. You know, should I increase the the shadows? And he said, like, just 
keep on adding that white so keep increasing the the whites on there um because at the minute the highest white is white sands from scale 75 so i could mm -hmm. build that up thicker in terms of the cross hatches or go up a stage lighter and go with like straight white um and then you could even mix in a little bit of like a bright turquoise in to even go up another notch uh, to add like a luminosity to it so that's where i'm at with that that's been like a little bit of a hobby progress one um then i've just looking been really good though yeah I'm thanks man i'm i'm pleased with i'm you know it's a lot of effort that's gone in on him yeah we're probably about what 10 hours in something like that um yeah and for 10 hours i'm quite pleased with with the result um but i feel like there's a lot more to do because <laughs> we need to do <laughs> malekith himself yeah you know he's like a little little elf that's clinging onto the back of his neck for dear life <laughs> yeah yeah it reminds me of like an elder kind of like kind of that kind of elf kind of looking thing yeah um he's cool though but, like as soon as i yeah. saw this model i was like i want to buy it like as soon as yeah, it was announced, that, yeah. it's like in the group chat there's evidence i'm not a power gamer <laughs> um yeah we, we play this for marvel crisis protocol so uh and that leads me on to my next point of topic is what games we've been playing so I went down to a tournament on Sunday um, that's just gone and played at Olympus Games in the Marvel Crisis Protocol team tournament. So I've got a few pictures taken of that. Um, I Basically, it's a team format. It was pretty cool. It was myself, uh, Fraser uh, from Board Bean and Jembu uh, from Jembu Studios. And um, we came as a team, and it was six other teams of three. Um, and it was very cool because it was like, you've got your rosters all locked in, and each person has a team captain, and we would have to like put down a defender. So we'd each put down a defender, um, then choose who that person goes against, and then basically you'd be arranging who wants to play against who for those other matchups. So it's quite interesting in that way. So two of you are essentially locked into a choice and then the, the, the remaining choice is them versus them. Um, so it was quite cool. Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting mechanic. Like I've, I've done a couple of 40K team tournaments where it's like that, you yeah. attack a defender. Yeah. And there's, there is an element of like tactics to it because like you obviously see what they're bringing, they see what you're bringing, then you kind of go away, confer, or you already know who your defender is. Because mm. I think... Was was Jembu your defender quite a lot of times, or did Jembu that, that was change? In two of the games, yeah. and then I was the defender in the third. Um, but I think after the chat we had, because we were like in last place, neck and neck with this other team, uh -huh. so we lost all of our games, um, apart from Fraser's in round one. So Fraser won his, me and John lost ours. Then round two, we all lost, and we came up <laughs> against the Web Warriors protocol team. Yeah. Um, who absolutely destroyed us. But in the first round, they were all very close games. Like, I really enjoyed my game. Um, I'm just trying to find a picture of that one. I came up against Double Hulk, and it was the first time I ran Malekith. Literally the first time. Never never ran him ever. Not even in a practice just game. Double Hulk? 
double Hulk. So he had She-Hulk and Hulk uh, ah, running okay. Shield. So he had um, Fury Nick and, Fury. Yeah. And Nick, you get a minion, I think. Yeah. Yeah, you got. He comes with his agents of Shield. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was uh, Iron Man, She-Hulk, Hulk, um, and Fury. Then his agent, you get the agent of Shield. Um, and they basically just threw Malekith around the entire game, like just controlled nice. the objectives. Um, I was like up in his face, like I ran, I ran um, Storm, Malekith, Rogue, Beast, and I think that was it. And yeah, I was just up in his grill. Um, Rogue, Rogue did a fair bit of work, like. The Hulks are really difficult to deal with anyway. But in the yeah. last in the last round, Malekith sort of redeemed himself. He was getting thrown out of the way. Like this picture being taken here, you know, uh, it looks like he's been thrown. So this is like f- turn five, turn three, in fact. Turn three. He's been thrown right towards the edge of the map. Uh, so, but luckily he has the ability Ferocity. But they were doing stuff like staggering him so he couldn't get an action. Um, yeah. But with Frosty's he's able to move and then make an attack. And in one turn he managed to kill like finish off Hulk and She Hulk. Wow. Okay. So he redeemed himself in the I think that was like turn four or five. Uh but he, I still lost that game. It was like quite close on the points at the end. Um so that was a good one. The the second game was just complete domination. Um I came up against the new Red Skull. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, which was cool. I've never played against Red Skull before. There's a big close-up of that. that. How did that play out? Better than the original? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm taking it. Oh, my God. The new one's really good. It's a cool yeah. model. It's very, very strong. Um, I ran Storm, Colossus, Wolverine. Um, who else was in shot there? Uh, Beast. Yes. Was this the game where you said you wish you'd taken Rogue? Yeah, so this was a lower yeah. points game because obviously I had Malekith in the list, so people are trying to counter me by running a lower threat. So they'll mm-hmm. pick lower threat stuff. And then I didn't win priority, so he could choose the threat, which is why I went with, we'll sack Malekith off. Um, but Colossus is a th- four threat, and I could have swapped that for yeah. Rogue, which is a four threat. Um and like Colossus just didn't do anything. Uh, and at one point, just to summarize, Red Skull did this big. I knocked him out turn one and I thought I was doing well. In turn two, he then dazed, flipped the card, yeah, then yeah, yeah. popped this thing. He took five damage to himself, leaving himself on one, and was mm-hmm. able to add five dice to this beam attack and literally Blech. dazed Storm and Colossus and would have been Wolverine if I hadn't used a card. Exceptional healing. So that was hilarious, um, and was a twenty nil win for him. Like I did not wow. get any points on the board because out of just bad luck, like because it was sword based. Yeah. You. Oh, wait, I've not played sword based, but it's is that fourteen threat. Uh, I think yeah, it's like one of the lower ones, isn't it? Yeah, it's a, it's a lower threat game, and um, yeah, um, an alien ship, I think it was. So he got. The alien fragment immediately, turn one, mm-hmm. and on Red Skull, 
which is why I went gun for him. And then if you score the majority of points, because with Red Score you get an additional free unit. Uh, yeah, it just ripped me a new one. Um, the last game was really, really fun. Um, I won this one. It wasn't fun because I won it. It was fun because it was <laughs> close as hell. And nobody scored any points till like round four or five because we ran like it was Gamma Wave and um, the VIP. So there's a VIP in the middle. And it, yeah, yeah. So, but we were just contesting the whole way through. It was a bloodbath. Um, <laughs> I ran Cable, Domino, Wolverine, uh, Rogue. And I think that was it. Yeah. So, and then he had quite a lot of stuff on again on the board. So it, that was a really fun game. Um, Ant Man and Black Panther did really, really good uh, against me, while Rogue and Cable and Wolverine did a lot for me. So, like, the guy was like, this is so anti meta right here, because everybody on the internet's like, Cable shit, Wolverine shit. <laughs> like, but they just worked that game for me, so I really enjoyed that. Um, That's good. That's good. So, yeah, pass it over to you. Like, right. who, who, who else has played a game recently? What have you been doing? So I've played, I've, I've played some games, but just quickly back to your MCP. Like yeah, I've got yeah. She-Hulk, um, waiting to be primed and painted. Um, yeah. so I got that for my for my birthday. Um, but I've not played a game for for a long while, so it'd be good to mm. get some games of that um, with you as well shortly. Itching um, for a game, uh, mate. Itching. Did you did you see any Sentinels? Yes, I what me me and Fraser fought over well we didn't fight but we were like i want to play sentinels and he was like no no um and then after we'd had the game we were like dude we really should have swapped this around like <laughs> you know i should have played the sentinels yeah because i'm a lot more attrition than you are and you need to be attrition to deal with them because they are tough uh yeah you know and they heal I've seen and loads. They do all this stuff yeah I was just seeing loads of people painting them at the minute on um, different groups and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they do look good. I'm picking I know up that you will like. Weekend. I know that you're getting them. Yeah. Excited. So they'll be they'll be cool. I can run the um, list that everybody's running, which is like Malekith and Sentinels, all the big stuff. It's disgusting, is what yeah. it is. Cassandra. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? Kit uh, Kit Bash actually played a game of Marvel. Because I showed him how oh, to play yes. it like many, many, many moons ago. It was like six weeks ago or something. Was it longer than yeah. that? I, it was. Uh, I don't know. It was quite a while. Uh, I do need to. I do want to play more of them. Mm. Um, so it, it's it's not something I've been actively avoiding. It's just something that I've not um, been not actively pursuing. Because <laughs> 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 uh, I've like I've got the stuff painted. I, I still need to print off the. Um, Sorry, I still need to legitimately obtain the cards for them. Um, yeah. So I, I need that because that was the the major. I like brought everything with us. I'm like, right, okay. And then it's like I don't have any of the cards, and the app didn't work the properly at the time. Working. Yeah, I remember. So I couldn't bring them up. So I we I mean I it, we played the game. I just I just played with uh, with Tom's stuff rather than yeah. my own. But um, yeah. I really enjoyed it. It was it was good. So okay. like I I really want to get the Brotherhood down there and then give them a go. I don't care if it's meta or not. I I just like the miniatures. I just wanted to do that, and then uh, I'm sure at some point I'll end up buying more things. Sort of. Uh, <laughs> I was looking at I was looking at the bad guys for a while, which is ended why I ended up with the Brotherhood. But um, so I'm interested in 
in, in, well, if you in like Hydra, all sorts of things. Yeah, I mean, Hydra really just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's going to get a tank as well at some point. An actual tank. Yeah. But the, there's some stuff it sort of gets a bit absurd, but um, the Marvel. Yeah, universe. no, I, 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 well, yeah, this is true. I true. Yeah, I suppose. Multiverse. Yeah. I definitely enjoyed it. Definitely want to play some more. It was. It's definitely. It's sort of one of those games where you don't because it's low investment for the enjoyment you can get out of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I mean, I like 40k for what it is, but I think really at the end of the day, doing like Warhammer stuff is more about the collecting and building and painting and less about the gaming for me. Yeah. Whereas something like Marvel, yeah, okay, I might have got slightly different miniatures and painted them slightly differently, but I'm not doing any conversion work on them. I'm not chopping them up and doing them differently. You um, can, though. Same way, there like, are lots of people who do well, yeah, yeah, I can, I can. <laughs> I've seen a few. I've seen a few different ones. Um, but like, <laughs> yeah, that, that's why I got Infinity this weekend. Actually, people just like, swapping bits out on bases, so people were like, "It's very cool, very very cool." I suppose that that's it's sort of it's it's how uh, it's how it all starts, isn't it? Because you go to a tournament where everyone's running the same teams because that's what the meta is. How do you make your team look different from the other team? If everyone's painting box art and doing it exactly how it is, then everyone's got the same miniatures and it doesn't look that interesting. You might as well just be buying and painted off the shelf. You can change your base. You make it like it's like different. You paint someone's shorts a different color, or you pick one of the alternate costumes that one of the heroes had in 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 the eighties or something like that. Because yeah, that's kind of what I'm doing with mine. I'm looking at them and going like, I'm picking nineties X Men. That 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 cartoon. So the heroes out there, but then there's some of them which like the their costumes from 90s X-Men, X-Men, Mr. and Mrs. X-Men, uh, in the 90s X-Men, were just plain awful, yeah. like Toads. Yes. Uh, and it's like, uh, I don't like that. But like Toad from, uh, I can't remember what the actual cartoon was called, but it's one of the, it, it's the X-Men cartoon where it focused quite a lot on the Brotherhood and Gambit was in the Brotherhood in that particular TV series. And it was, it was so newer ones. and it, and it had... Yeah, by newer in newer than the nineties one. Yeah, but I wouldn't I say I it's new, one. new because I remember watching it as a kid, and I am not a kid anymore. <laughs> right. So, but Just in that one, Toad yeah. had a bit more of a slick outfit and all this sort of thing, and 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 Gambit and everyone. Everyone was a bit. It, the, the animation was like the nineties animation was true to the comics of the time, whereas this this particular TV series was more like a cartoons animation style. Um, Tom's just gone massively out of focus there. Hand. <laughs> there we go. Focus just, um, just went. Uh, time out for time. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so yeah. So like, but you enjoyed but, the so game, got, a few of them have got. Uh, yeah, I really did enjoy the game, and I'm definitely up for more. So it, it's yeah, just we'll get getting on it, myself back into it. Yeah, yeah. Well, definitely. Johnny's I don't think I'm tournament ready as well. Yeah. So um, I've been because I've not played 40k for a long time just because i've been painting marvel crisis protocol i've been starting this stuff um went and took my knights down to play against nick um and his black templars lovely um just just to kind of just hang out just a little beer and pretzels game um we played with the tempest of war deck which is very much like the maelstrom of war deck uh if you remember eighth edition yeah um but it's um just fun you know there was no there was no pressure i just brought Knights, so a Valiant, two mid-size, and then three Armagers. I think there's um, a picture of your game here. Is that... that Not that game. Um, 
that'll be the next game I talk about that game, that picture you've oh, got right, there, okay. the, yeah, yeah. the game we did just, yeah. So we played that, um, the Knight's Wretch face, obviously. Um, I beat him quite handily. Um, <laughs> but because when we were talking about it, I was like, oh, but your your melee is going to rip me apart because Knights are notoriously weak to being kind of close combated. Um, so I was like, I'm just going to have to shoot you before you get to me. And that's pretty much what happened. The first couple of turns, I was just, I blew up his Land Raider, his Centurions dropped out. Obviously, they move really slow. By the time they got to me, they did then delete me very hard, but I managed to win out on points. Right. Okay. Um, so that was a good game. Kind of get those out there, uh, blow some of the dust off those for a bit. And then last week, or no, this week, um, on Tuesday, we did a little kind of 1500 point game. It was almost a kind of a learn to play game. So the picture you've got, um, which I'll just put is a is a little montage of just a couple of images from the game. Um, so it was 1,500 points of Death Guard, which Nick was running. 1,000 points of my Ultramarines. Yeah. So got them out. Um, and then 500 points of um, Imperial Guard. So Ethan, um, who is coming into the hobby, has painted, painted 500 points of Guard. Um, obviously, he's got the old Guard Codex, so it's really bad. Um, he's he's really he, he really suffered in that game because... There's just a lot of rules that he just doesn't have access to, or a new codex, which you know he will be getting in a couple of weeks' time, which is good for him. Yeah, um, just in time for tenth edition. That's it, and you know the idea was to bring something a bit fun and fluffy. So in my list, you can see in the picture there's a storm raven there. So there's like 320 points of just not great unit at the minute, but it was fun. Nick brought his fire raptor, um, so again, not a great off. unit. Little fly off, he deleted it first turn, so didn't really fly much. Um, <laughs> but I brought, you know, um, Uriel Ventress. Um, so um, one of our uh, friends, Green Skull, painted that for me a little while ago, and it's not actually had a chance to see the table. Um, oh, so right, I think so he's in one of the pictures outing. there. First outing on the table, so he went and tried to take down a tank. There he's there. Um, so that was there. Took some heavy intercessors, some blade guards, some outriders, just some models that I've not used for a bit of a time, yeah. just to kind of give them oh, give them a run out. Um, but no, it was it was it was good fun. It was good just to kind of get out and just just play again um, in in the kind of the local area. Yeah. Um, I do want to get a kind of a heresy game in. I was talking to Quill um, the other day, um, just briefly kind of texting back and forth with each other because he's doing some white scars, but he's also doing. Every other legion at the minute, he's <laughs> yeah. he's bouncing he's between Im Imperial Fists. He wants to do some Alpha Legion. He was talking about some world, uh, world Eaters as well. He's bouncing between a lot of different ideas, so I'm just trying to keep him, uh, you know, on, on the uh, the hobby train. I am, and lots of other people are trying to do that. So I just said that it'd be good to have one of those evenings where, like, me and yourself can just, um, me and you, Tom, can just go through the mechanics of 2.0. And just understand mm -hmm. those interactions because it's very different to 40k. Okay. Um, well, do, you, do you want to? Yeah, night, we could have edition. a read up and then maybe record something on it. Is what you're saying? Yeah, even just like getting together somewhere and just trying to play it and see what playing happens. out a couple of turns because it's yeah. going to take a bit of time. Because I'm like, what does barrage mean again? What does this mean? Yeah. And all the rules associated with it. Um. So I have I created a, and I talked about it more in the series, but I've created a one note with my 2k list and then taking a snip of all the corresponding rules and what they mean because unfortunately the rules for something might be in the core rule book or they might be in the Lieber book for that faction there's not a 
it's typical GW writing. It's never all in one place. You, yeah, you yeah, have yeah. to kind of a couple of books to cover an army. If it's a PDA, you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's where we're at. But yeah, just kind of chugging along, getting these painted. But the games are really fun. Um, and it's just nice to roll dice again. Yeah. Drink a couple of beers. Um, but yeah, I want to. I want to paint She Hulk maybe this weekend because she'll be a quick job, and then. When you kind of talked about double Hulk, I was like, oh, maybe I should get a Hulk well, as well. You can borrow my <laughs> Hulk. He's just sat there. I think Jembu borrowed my Hulk, but then yeah. didn't use it. I was offended. I was like, come on. Terrible. Hulk's like, he's the first MCP model I painted up. <laughs> you got the Hulk Buster as well, haven't you? He does. I've got a Hulk Buster. He does, yeah. Uh, you could do, you could do uh, well. double Hulk and Hulk Buster. <laughs> that is after a big point game. Hulk Wrangler. Not that bad. Twelve points for the two of them. They're six each, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Eighteen point game. Eighteen point game. Hulk bus is six as you as well. Yeah. Three models. Yeah. Do it. That's his savage try. You never know. It's an anti around systematically smashing everyone to pieces. Well apparently that's that is like the anti Malekith meta because like they both just throw they've got so many throws. The mm-hmm. Malakif just gets his, you know, just just gets chucked around all game. Um, it's a green team, you want to get uh, Rogue in there, then paint her green, get her throwing shit around as well. Yeah, well, Rogue can't throw people; she can throw things, but she's still very good. Like keep throwing things at people. That's what I, I learned. It's like Rogue. I, I think Rogue's probably going to be the second. Once I finish Malakif, I'm going to paint Rogue next. Because she yeah. is such a superstar. Like we were saying, she's full threat. She does, she she can take a punch. She really does dish out a punch. She's got good throws. She's got the ability to sap power off people. Uh, and it's a cracking model, honestly. It's a really nice model. Uh, I got the official Atomic Mass Games one. Um, yeah. And she's like flying out of an explosion. You can put like. Yeah, she's a cool model, yeah. Know, either a fist or you can have like a sentinel's heart in your hand and okay cool you know what it would have been cool if somebody <laughs> had done a diorama of her actually doing that through a sentinel coming out of a sentinel that'd be a very expensive model but <laughs> it fun would be though. ace fun though. yeah 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 <laughs> oh man but we're, we're gonna get some more get like i was i think quill was talking to me about it like i've been feeling quite burnt out like in the hobby really because i've been doing a lot of commission painting and struggling to get my own stuff done. And then even even with adding this Monday stream back into the mix where it's dedicated to just doing stuff I want to do, even then, like, I'm not really feeling it. Yeah. I needed a game, and this weekend mm-hmm. has definitely brought Helped. my enthusiasm back because it just felt like, yeah, I'm back in it, you know, playing in the tournament. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seems to have done just me the world of good. Um, uh, can sure. we just pause a second? Sorry, just pause one second. <laughs> Completely forgot what we're up to. I think because if you are just painting, 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 it's the other aspect of the hobby is playing, or it's you know building, law, whatever it might be. It, it does get a lot, doesn't it? So you just like, I just need to walk away from doing that particular bit and just break it up with mm-hmm. something, which you know, a team tournament or just having a game. And then you go, yeah, oh, actually, yeah, they look great on the table. Right, that spurs me on to do some more. Or you see something at a tournament and go, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, 
and you get some kind of uh, inspiration. Yeah. It's generally that. what I get if I play a game with someone. It's it's more about like a oh wow, yeah, that model looks awesome. I like that. How did you do it? That's why I never end up playing the games that I play. <laughs> I end up just talking about conversions. I need to play against people with really boring armies, and I'll be like, <laughs> oh yeah, great. Yeah, you haven't done anything for that. Is that why you play against me? <laughs> well, you're starting to add things. You're starting to add things and, and bits that'll make me interested in it. So it's not, yeah, it's not, it's not as easy changes. anymore. Yeah, I'm loving yeah. this Praetor. So I'm excited. Got the dry brush out. Oh, there he is. <laughs> also, Russell looks like he's coming. You need to, um, new brush. When we bring out a brush uh, line, it's going to be the Russell hair brush line. He's about there. Yeah. Like, there he is. Russell there hair. He is. Little rascal. Just chilling. Yeah. The, the Speaking boys of dry brushing. We're saying about wolf hair brushes which i was a bit like what wolf hair wolf bristle mm. so oh, if that's a a better way of collecting hairs let's go from yeah. at least there's the danger that they'll kill you that's a um, dangerous uh, hair yeah the most yeah. danger pay going into that brush extreme hair brush yeah mm. uh, well just to wrap us up I, I just wanted to mention um that you know thank you to tone strike if you're listening uh he, you know, got me a little something for my birthday and I used it and put it towards um, a new painting handle. And I've always wanted to get a painting handle with the, like a cork bit that I could use to um, pin stuff into rather than just using a bit of cork. And I went on Element Games website and I picked up the uh, V, uh, what's it, Rathcore uh, V3. Um, it's really nice, you know, really impressed with it. Um, it, I should have bought the larger mount because I've had to like mount Vulcan, who's currently on it, angled outwards because otherwise I wouldn't have fit him on. So if I'd bought the taller one, which is actually what I thought I'd got, uh, that would have been nicer because then I would have had this like grip piece to wrap my hand around, which I'm finding quite good, you know, as an extra rest. Um, yeah. It is a weird shape, and you've got to sort of slot it into this base piece. Which fits nicely and then is quite stable, but I'm kind of used to the Redgrass Games one, which yeah, has currently got Vulcan's base on, because I've got one of those IKEA metal desktopper things. So it literally like magnetizes and locks down. So I never like knock it off where I can knock Vulcan and send him flying. <laughs> so I think there's definitely something to be said for both paint handles i love the red gas games one it's just the putty really winds me up because it never sticks right it always yeah. peels off when you don't want it to i jibbed it off a long time ago and just went to back to blue tack is that um, working out for you yeah so much especially because it, it once it gets really like untacky you have to really work it to get it kind of heated up and malleable yeah. again and then like if it's on a model it can can stick to the bottom of the model a little bit and can get a bit tacky right um which obviously isn't great because then you've just got like orange like tack on it um but yeah blue tack seems to be working fine for these at the minute well I, um... on that front sorry christian just quickly we've got these little rathcore i bought these as an extra and they're like to clip your base in okay so yeah, you yeah. can clip it in and then effectively like... put it in are they spring loaded or are they just it's like just cut cork okay, and is okay. It the so wire? i i use this uh garfi's get a grip 
Um, it's 3D printed. He's got 3D printed versions on his, um, I think it's on his Cult 3D or something. But the ones you buy from him are like, he, he, every time he makes a new version, he puts the old version back on for free because the new version's got various improvements. Yeah. Um, it's got the handle bit like you've got there, yeah. which you can print them at different sizes and re-slot them back in. Uh, it's It has a collar to clip this on because on the inside of this is a cork. Yeah, so I yeah. can do the cork base. Um, but I've also put a dollop of blue tack on there for blue tacking purposes. But if you see the lip here, yeah, it comes with a set of um, rings, two half pieces. So you slot the two half pieces in, and they're for different size bases. So you can do your 25 mil, 28 mil, 30 mil, 40 mil bases all clip into this base. And then that last one there is, uh, I think, a 50 mil one or 60. And they just... It, holds it in by the fact that there's just a lip on the edge of it and it'll hold it in. And then this clip bit clips the whole thing back in. Cork in the middle means then, like for this guy here, I've put metal spikes on him to get it in because he didn't have a base yeah, yeah. on him. Uh, I find, I, but, but what I found mostly was that most of the things I'm painting, I don't base them until I've finished painting them. Mm -hmm. So having the base clip was kind of pointless, but I like using it because of the, the finger grip, which then yeah, led yeah. me to going, I'm using more corks, hence the the massive supply of corks with metal spikes in them. But I bought a load of thermoplast, which ended up being the really hard stuff and not the rubbery stuff. So I you made started making seen that horror. I just, I just <laughs> squish squish the thermoplast around the cork and then go, <laughs> and then make a thing and just, just there you go. And it works. It works fine. And it's perfect to my hand shape. And yeah, this bit's a bit springy, but that's not, it's not the end of the world. It's just an extra bit to hold on to, and it, and it kind of works. Um, but when I was rooting through, helpful. I found I realized I've got one of these GW ones, yeah, and like I don't, yeah. it's got the the base is nice and heavy, but like I don't really, it's uncomfortable I don't, to use. I don't, I, find it. I don't feel this. It's, I don't it's rate quite, that bit. Yeah, and it's, it's quite thin, isn't it? Yeah, I've been using the, like, it when I've been batch painting, I've been using that one particularly when I'm batch painting because it's easier to get. Like, the base how in are you it. supposed to hold it? Uh, yeah, you're supposed to like just, grip the whole thing. Yeah, grip it like that. Or I'm more like that you know? though. Like I've got the old one as just... well, which I do quite like because there's it's a bit more something like. to it. You know, you can grip yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I find it's I'd... a bit more annoying to get if you're batch painting. That doesn't snap. Maybe because it's quite old now. Maybe. Um, but I just showed you the the Rathcore insert, so I've just put a base in there. Yeah, uh, it was a little bit difficult to get in actually, but I'm assuming I now guess... that that's in there, I can slot it in, and it'll just and then it should tighten up, clip around, around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, like you, you loosen this off, so you like take this out, that loosens that, tension, and then yeah. you can get something in, like pop that cork out. Uh, but it's cool. It, this feels quite artisanal, which is nice. I'd <laughs> like to, to maybe paint something smaller so I can properly make use. Of the grip section, but yeah. I oh yeah, the, the, Gar the Garfies one is definitely uh, like homemade hobby feel to it. Um, I've got the rings here. I was just going to find which one. It this does look good goes, though. But... I might might consider get. How much is that one? So like, uh, if you print it with a FDM printer, then it's whatever the cost is to you. But if you buy one off him, I think they're about fifteen pounds. It depends which one you get. Mm. It comes with like I said, these these ring things. So if my hands will let me function as a human being and, and then clip them in, same same concept of that as the, the cork. Yeah. So 
because Swapped it's, it's over. clipping it down, isn't it? So clipped it in. Yeah, it's not going to come out now. That's great. Yeah, because, yeah, that's really good. Because the 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 clip for the the this thingy clips around the whole thing and holds it in place. And there's like a spring here, but you can't open it once you've clipped it in. And then there's there's obviously different sizes of the ring. And because it's 3D printed, you can just get the files and you can print whatever size you want for the... You can adjust them, yeah. Or it, obviously, it's not going to go much bigger than the size of the base. I think the biggest one that it'll fit is... Yeah, whatever base my big guy's on is the biggest one it'll fit in there. Yeah, he's much bigger than than the picture shows, really, doesn't he? He's it look quite chunky. Yeah, so that fits in. Yeah. Well, that's, um, that's excellent, yeah, but, that you can fit a big guy in. But obviously the this thing then is a little bit too... It might be I mean, way, it's still, yeah. it still offers control of some sort, but uh, obviously you can twist him around. Way, isn't it? Yeah. But he still gets in the way. So I think if you wanted to do a big one of this, you'd probably want to print a, a more sort of you know, out and around kind of hand grip. But um, he's not even he's not even on that base. That was just so I don't lose well, the base that he yeah. goes with. It's just blue tacked on. <laughs> Hence why then was... at that point when I'm doing with the big things, it's a cork and... Yeah. Just trying to think price-wise, like as a comparison, I think the Rathcore was about 22, something like that. And then the cork inserts were about like 15 quid. Mm -hmm. um, so, Garfi's getting out that one. Does he sell them? Does he sell them on Tale of Painters? No. Yeah, because the Redgrass Games one, when we got it at Kickstarter, I'm just trying they... to think. So, it's eBay. Like it was 15, about 20 quid. 15, 20 quid. Five of them. Yeah. Five of these with the with all the clips and everything. 25 quid. Five of each clip. Like five of these, five of those with, the, with this thingy, and then uh, a complete set of these, which is for the various sizes, twenty-five quid on eBay at the moment, and that's directly from Garfi. That's pretty good, cost-wise. You know, and yep. you might have to look into one of those as well. But yeah, there you go, guys. If you have a painting handle that um, you want to try out or anything you recommend, you know, just comment below. Uh, um, we're going to try and do this podcast each week now. We're going to try and revamp the podcast and just fill you in on our hobby journey. It's going to be a good way of getting us all to uh, stay on task and <laughs> feel good about what we're doing. Um, we'll be getting some guests on as well, uh, which will be ace. Um, so, yeah. So anything else anybody wants to add before we wrap up the episode? I hate dry brushing. <laughs> I'm not a fan of <laughs> I think it's consistency because then you go, well, that's more blue than that blue. And yeah, yeah, I'll get there. Well, I, next I think week. next episode, I want to talk you through the AK interactive pencils, and hopefully, I'll have seen you by then so I can lend you mine so you can see, <laughs> try it out, and see what you think. That's um, good. Yeah, because they are awesome. But yeah, um, all right, well, you can catch us on youtube and on twitch um and you know check out the links below if you'd, you'd like to see those and we'll catch you next week for another episode mm. bye, bye. bye.